Welcome everyone to the Proven Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Church. I'm a music producer from Northeast Ohio. I began this weekly interview series to give you different perspectives on how to approach a career in the field from different artists, producers, engineers, and other great minds who share their stories on not only what's made them succeed, but also what has shaped them into the people that they are today. I hope you gain some real proven knowledge from the show and that it helps elevate you and your endeavors on your own journey towards success as well. Let's get into it. Welcome everyone to episode 149 here on the Proof of Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today I welcomed an artist. He's originally from the Virginia area, currently residing in Arkansas, Curtis III. I've actually been connected with Curtis for the last few years. I interviewed one of his collaborators, Jay Patterns, a few years ago, if you remember that episode. Uh, and me and Curtis, uh, like I said, we got connected probably around the time of the pandemic, working on some music ideas here and there. And um, we've been talking about doing this podcast for a long time, so this is long overdue. But it was a great episode. Uh, we talked about you know his early beginnings in music around 2008. We talked about kind of the industry shifts from you know going from CDs to MP3s to the streaming era and how quickly that's all transpired over the last 10 to 15 years. Uh, really just his takes on how he's been able to adapt and continue to grow through that. Um, you know, what he has coming up, he just dropped a single recently called Damaged Me. And he's also dropping more singles throughout the year with a lot more planned. So it's great to see, you know, that Curtis is still doing his thing. And um, we also talked about potentially having me on his podcast soon, which will also be very exciting. And overall, I'm just happy to have tap back in with him. Um... And so, yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoy this one. Uh, and without further ado, let's get into it. All right. Welcome, everyone, to episode 149 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today, I have a great artist. I feel like I've been trying to get him on the show for a while now, and I'm happy to have him here. Uh, Curtis III is here. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm, I'm glad you're having me on the show. Yeah, for so, sure, man. And, and like trying I, to get on for a while. Yeah, I know, man. And, and I'm, I've been looking forward to this. And like I said, we we have a mutual friend, Jay Patterns, who was on the show uh, a couple years ago as well. And I've just been keeping up with what you're doing. And I know you have a lot of new stuff. But to start off every episode, we have the guest give some background. Uh, you know, how did you get into music originally? How long have you been doing it? Just some information for those that might not know you and what you do. Yeah, I got you. Uh, shoot, man. I've been doing music since 2008. Since I was a kid, since I was a little kid. So started doing like poetry and stuff. Mm-hmm. Got into recording myself. I've always recorded myself on Pro Tools. Um, so been recording for a long time. Uh, I even went to college for music. So, but just do my own thing, record, record myself, mix myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much do everything, uh, push everything through TuneCore. So just really do everything independent. Yeah, man. And how since, because obviously 2008, that was, man, that was what, 15 years ago almost. So a lot has changed right. since then, you know, in in the industry and music in general. So how do you think it's kind of evolved for you since those early days? Has it kind of always been the same as far as, you just love making music, you're just putting it out there and seeing how people react, or has it changed over time for you? Uh, I would say, like, when I very first started, it was more like, uh, 
just getting into it and everything. But what's so crazy is since I have been doing it so long, I didn't seen the, all the transitions, all the changes. Mm-hmm. Like I remember press, pressing up CDs, um, trying to get people to buy CDs and passing out CDs for free, stuff like that. Um, way before we was even streaming, when you had to yeah. like buy the record off iTunes, stuff like that. Um, so that's what I've seen. I mean, I even remember telling people to download SoundCloud check me out on there <laughs> you know so yeah. i was like you know download soundcloud get this app and um so that's how long it's been man yeah it's it's but really I like where it's at right now yeah i definitely like where everything's at right now it's crazy because now it's almost like the the power is kind of in the musician's hands a lot more than it was just because of the accessibility and how easy it is to put things out there Cause I was, I was even just talking the other day with my friend about how like 2008, 2009, I still remember that was like when the iPods were big. And so it was huge to like be able to download MP3s and stuff. And I just remember being in like fifth, sixth grade, just having my mind blown. I was like, I could carry all these songs in my pocket. Like that's huge. And we didn't know that, you know, like only six or seven years later, the streaming era was going to hit and that was completely different. So it's like it's moved so fast, so quick when you really like sit down and and think back and everything. And uh, it's obviously going to continue to move because I think just as technology grows, it's just going to keep like changing and getting different and uh, continue continuing to adapt as artists. That's like a big thing. Has that been an issue as far as like adapting goes or have you always just embraced that because it's kind of necessary? You know, as an artist, you got to adapt or kind of get left behind. How's that been for you? Well, I feel like, like I said, man, I used to tell people to download SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like I've always been ahead of it um, and kind of always wanted to find ways to put music out and distribute it. Like, really early on, I mean, I started making music in 08, but, like, by 2011, 2012, I was dropping music on iTunes, mm-hmm. you know? So, even before I dropped on SoundCloud, I had music on iTunes, you know? Yeah. Um, so, i just always been ahead of it, and I've always been into, like, what's new? What's a new way to put it out? You know, like, mm-hmm. download cards where they scan the QR code. I was doing that back in 2014, 2013, yeah. you know? It's like coming up so. with those different ways to set yourself apart, almost from, like, other artists, and just kind of make a unique experience for the fans as well. Uh, so that's definitely yeah, cool. Even, even like thinking back to it, it wasn't even trying to be like different. It was more just, it was just a way to market it mm-hmm. or a way to promote it and like give it to people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have you always been uh, the Curtis the Third moniker? Has that always been like the name you've gone with like since the beginning too? Hell no. I didn't have like, <laughs> <laughs> you had a few different names. ones. <laughs> I had 30, like 30 names, bro. Like, I think Courtesy. I used to go by Courtesy at one point. <laughs> I went by Curtis B. My very first, my very first rap name, that joint was Curtis B. I was in a group with my friends. And, uh, yeah, I went by Curtis B. But then I went by Curtis Lee for a long time. Like, yeah. So it's yeah, always been changed. it's always been it's Curtis always been related, name, though. Yeah, I was about to say. It's always been related to your name. So that's... That's good, at least. I, yeah. I always check, especially with the people that have been doing it for a while, because I'm like, it'd be impressive if, if he kept the same one the whole time. But I, 
I had a feeling there it was at least like one other one. So yeah, that's definitely but. rare. I mean, yeah, that's not even. <laughs> yeah, man. So did, are you are you comfortable with uh, Curtis the Third? Then you think that's gonna be the one then, like the sticks? Yeah, that's cool with me. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's me. So I don't <laughs> mind it. Yeah, it's simple too. Like it's simple to see and remember. So uh, definitely, yeah. definitely love that. How, how do you think? You know, even kind of going back to what we've been talking about, but as far as the writing and the actual recording of the songs goes and the creation process, you know, how has that evolved over the years? And do you feel like you're in a spot now where it actually is starting to feel like you found your sound or you're at least finding what you want to be now? How do you, how do you think that's been? Uh, uh, I never really thought about it like that. Honestly, like I've always recorded, right in the room mm-hmm. or in the kitchen or like you know wherever i'm at like i just got my studio at the crib i've always recorded myself so that's just really what i've always done either if i if i write it or if i'm freestyling whatever i'm still just doing it that way you know yeah so you so you're kind of just in the moment you don't really think about kind of long term or maybe even like in the future like how it's going to be received i guess you're just kind of going in the moment right yeah right like anything that i put out it is probably because i like it Mm -hmm. um or anything i make anything i make for sure is because it was my life you know what i'm saying like i'm just saying i'm gonna literally just say like what my it's just my perception on life you know what i mean so i never think about like is anybody gonna like this song yeah but I end up liking it, so I'm like, you know. And then if other people like it, it makes me want to put it out more. I was gonna you know say I mean? that's you, yeah. That's usually the basis for where you get the best reception. I think is when you feel so good about it yourself, and you know it's coming from like a true experience, and like a real place. Then it's like mm-hmm. it's all it's almost bound to get good reception and get good feedback for people that can relate to the stories. You know what I mean? So I think it, mm-hmm. I think it, it definitely starts there, and I, I agree with that because like when, when you're in that flow state, even you're not really thinking about that stuff at the moment. Like you might think about it later when it comes time to put it out, and like how are you going to market this? Are you going to have a video for it? How are you going to present right. it on social media? Then it's time to think about that stuff. But like in the moment, yeah, you, you're just thinking about you know, a- am I getting the message across the right way? Is my delivery correct? Like, does this sound good to me? And so for you, I think mm-hmm. that that's exactly like in in line with what's going on with you as well. So I think that's great, man. And um, as far as like, you know, when you were younger or even now, you know, who are some main inspirations for you? Um, people you're listening to could be producers, could be artists, could be both. I mean, who is who are those people you think or some of those people? Mm-hmm. Definitely my grandfather. Like, he made music, he, he played instruments, and, like, you know, he he heavy in the music, you know? Yeah. So, um, him, for sure, I be sending him everything. Uh, but, like, when I was young, I was, re- I was real into, like, Wale. Because um, you're, like you're that, near that, you're near the like, DMV area, aren't you? You're kind of in, like, that, am I? For a while, like, yeah. for a long time, yeah, I grew up there. Yeah. For sure. So I was heavy into Wale, man, and uh, Fat Trail and yeah, stuff man. like that. Um, oh, Maybach music, 
right there. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> Maybach music. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like that type of stuff. Wayne. Um, that's what I came up on. Yeah, man. But I love Kendrick. I love Kendrick and I love J. Cole. You know, of course, mm-hmm. like I love them. They're great. And Drake. Drake, yeah. the all-time great, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The, the necessary ones. The ones everybody knows. Exactly, man. Exactly. And does your does your granddad give like good feedback on your stuff? Does he does he say anything about it or? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like he's gonna tell me the truth, you know. Yeah. He's gonna be the one to be like, nah. Like, <laughs> you know, it won't. He done told me plenty of times, like, nah, that one ain't. I ain't saying it ain't good, but you know, it could be could better. Be. Yeah, you, like, always you like could. always giving you tips on like how to how to improve. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome, man. That's what I need. That's what I need. Yeah, it's good to it's good to have people like that too. Especially, I think, because like family, sometimes um, there's you know, families like not everybody even gets it. I think so. Like to have somebody that has done that before to kind of just like understand what you're doing a little bit. You know, even if it's like a different era and like a different genre and things like that, he probably still gets like, oh, he's like being a creative like me, so I'm gonna kind of just give him some yeah, pointers and give him some tips and stuff. So that's great to have, man. And uh, I know you just dropped uh, recently, like a newer single, Damaged Me. So I definitely wanted to talk about that and like the story behind it, you know, what kind of went into making it. Um, you know, just give us the rundown on that and how it came together. <laughs> Dude, bro, that joint, real life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if you listen to it, you know, you can see the story, right? Yeah. Like, but it's, um, you know, just some real life shit. But mm-hmm. definitely something had to drop because it's like, I'm going to be dropping music like all year though. So, I mean, it's one of them ones where when I, re- I recorded it like at the crib, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? And uh, hey, it was produced by this dude named Chris, though, right? Mm-hmm. And all his beats is fire. So, like, I just caught a vibe on him like I did with Jay Patterns. Yeah. Like, with a Jay Patterns joint. Like, I went, it was like 20, what years was that? It was like 2017, nah, nah, 2019, 2020, 2021. I was running through Jay Pattern beats like crazy i was gonna say when we first got connected it was you and jay patterns pretty much working like all the time so right yeah right hey there hope you're enjoying this episode just wanted to take a quick minute out and let you know how you can become a monthly supporter of the show so thanks to our good friends here at anchor who we distribute the podcast through they allow listeners to support monthly uh if you go to anchor.fm backslash proven knowledge You'll be able to become a monthly supporter. Uh, you can donate monthly, either $0.99, cents, $5, or $10 a month. And your contributions go towards, you know, getting new guests, keeping the show thriving. Um, and really, you know, we do this stuff for you guys. So, you know, if you feel the need to want to support and give back to the show, it's going to go a long way towards making the show better and continuing on and putting out episodes every week. So something to consider um, like I said, go to anchor.fm backslash proven knowledge, or if you go on either Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast streaming platform, you'll be able to see the link up in the show notes. So thank you guys very much for your support, and let's get back into this episode. So like, yeah, so this producer, Chris, though, he dope too. 
you know, people you find on YouTube and shit. Mm-hmm. But like, found that beat. You know, just wrote just wrote it right then and there, yeah. straight to it. Why was uh, if you have more music, why was that kind of the first one to lead off with for the year? Or you just kind of randomly were like, this is the one I'm like, gonna start because it was real time. Cause yeah, it's in real time because mm-hmm. it's like um, current. Yeah. With like my lifeline, like with my, you know what I'm saying? Like, like all my stuff is real life, so it's the most current one. It's like you know the, I mean? uh, it's like a snapshot of where you are now for the listeners. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, not exact. You ain't gonna be exactly there because you know mm-hmm. it takes time to upload and cover art, blah blah blah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> but I got some more. I got I got some more stuff coming. Actually, I got a joint coming on the fifteenth. So, like, next week, here in the next couple weeks, so. Nice, man. Do you, I, I, I remember, I think a couple of years ago, you were doing, I want to say you were producing a little bit, too, yourself. Are you still, are yeah, you still, that, like, doing that, or you're kind of, kind of off it? Yeah, that project called Illuminate, um, that I did, it's like eight tracks, but I produced all those. Mm. I made the beats on all of those. Um, I still do produce, those for sure. Yeah. That's something I want to do, like. Maybe when I'm not inspired by, when I can't find nothing online or any producers to work with, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like sometimes you just like ah, I mean, it's a it's a dope beat, but it ain't saying nothing to me. Yeah. So then that's when I get into that. I might produce something and then catch a new inspiration. Yeah. I was gonna say because I remember I remember like we were sending stuff back and forth at one point, and I I had to add that in because I'm like I feel like he oh, yeah. was producing for a minute so yeah but, yeah yeah it'll be i remember that and yeah. you know what you, the crazy thing is you was mad consistent i was like yo bro was mad consistent though like that's the thing you know <laughs> yeah man seriously <laughs> for real i was gonna say we might have to we might have to dig that back up again mm-hmm, honestly I, mm-hmm. i'm definitely down for that um because i even still go back to some of those yeah and i'm like dang like, i need to do something to this but it's just one of them things you know yeah like when you catch it, you catch it. It's just a rare moment. It's, I would say with recording, man. I, it's like I always think, like especially with collaboration across the board, it's really just a timing thing too, and like everything mm-hmm. has to align almost perfectly for like the song to actually work and come out and like be released and stuff. Because like I used to kick myself for like missing opportunities or like so-and-so would pass on a beat or something of mine and i just like be down on myself but then like the more you do it you, the more you realize like things have to really align the, uh, the right way for it to work out um and so and i think the good thing too is that there is no timetable on that like as long as like the connection is formed and the relationship is there and you're both still like doing what you're doing you can always come back and like start anew or just make something fresh you know what i mean so that's like that's how i've always viewed it so Mm -hmm. yeah because even when i think back to that it's not even that long ago yeah and so it feels long ago right now (laughs) yeah when you think of when you do sit do think about it though it's like damn that was a minute yeah but it's just like since we both still active it always will come back around. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It'll come back around. Like we'll catch one. Yeah, for sure. That's usually how it goes. I was going to say, you know, that whole, that whole like pandemic time alone, it just, it feels, that was a crazy time. So like, 
you know, a lot of stuff happened in that time, but, uh, yeah, it's great. It's great that we've like just stayed in touch over this whole last few years as well. So definitely timing is everything. And I know you mentioned Crystal, you mentioned Jay patterns. Is there any other people that you're working with now or that you just want to shout out in general, like any artists, Anybody else out you know, there? I'm working with a, I'm working with a whole bunch of artists. Like I just actually came back to the NWA, like Northwest Arkansas. So it's a bunch of artists out here, man. Actually, I would say you should connect with a bunch of them. Like I do a podcast with a few people, and um, I'm going to an open mic tonight that we uh got put up put together out here downtown. So it's a little scene out here. I think you should check it out. It's like. I, a few people that you could probably look up or you could find easier is like Victor Charlie. He's super dope. Mm. I did a lot of work with him. If you look on my page, like the Wood Interior song, he did that. So if you dig into his stuff, he got he works with a lot of artists, and then you'll find like a whole bunch of artists going to him and his songs, like Jay Leak, uh, Vry. It's some super dope people. See, I didn't know. I didn't know you were down in arkansas i didn't even know that yeah. so and i yeah yeah i'm trying to think because i don't think i know i know people in oklahoma and like texas obviously and i think alabama too and that's about it i don't know i didn't know there was like I an wasn't... untapped scene down there so oh seriously dude you need to check it out like uh, i was in dallas for a while okay but um so when you say oklahoma you mean like tulsa uh oklahoma city for the most part okay um, see yeah, I don't know if I know anybody. I know just a couple artists, not a ton of people, but that's what's up. Yeah, so yeah, all that's real close. I mean, they're all right here. I was gonna say because I've <laughs> I've been down to like the DFW area because I have like family down there and stuff, and my brother stays down there, so I've been down to Texas a couple nice. times. I've never been to like any of those other states yet, so uh, even that. Yeah. But I'll I'll check them out like via Instagram and stuff, and just like see you know, who I can connect with myself. Cause that, that's interesting. I don't think I've talked to yeah. anybody down there yet. So I uh, appreciate that for sure. Yeah. Um, you should, you should definitely talk to them cause they're, they're all fire. Yeah, man. Definitely going to check them out. So you have more music coming out. Um, what, what is the next move? Cause you said you got another single coming out. So I don't know if you want to go into that or you want to, you know, give us a preview of what else we can expect for the rest of the year, or maybe the summertime. Uh, yeah, I'm putting music out all year. I mean, all summer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, for sure. Um, Probably just drop songs and shit. Like, but really, the real, like, bigger vision is coming. You feel me? Mm. Like, the real bigger vision is coming. I like what TuneCore is doing now where you can, like, give anybody splits. Oh, they, they finally so got on that wave, did they? Uh-huh. So they Good. switched it on that, so you ain't got to really... You ain't got to change distributor. So yeah. I like that. So now I'm just thinking like build a platform, build a site, build a website, you know, direct to consumer um, and treat it like, you know, my first album. That's the IPO. It's mm-hmm. a lot of stock. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what that's how I'm feeling. Yeah, man. So I was going to say all every distribution site should be on that splits wave at this point yeah they like, should, it should get to the web three ways you yeah. feel me like i feel like that's what web three is a lot of like a lot of people think more so into it like the metaverse mm-hmm. but like 
we're already in the metaverse. You feel me? Yeah. Instagram is the metaverse. Yeah. You feel me? Because you can like, like how I was able to just drop my song on as a post. Like that's different. Mm-hmm. We're already there. So now it's just about like, okay, allowing people that really rock with you, like they want to support with you. Okay, you buy my project and then you get like, what, two, three percent, depending on what you, you know, what you do. But you could get a, imagine if you had to have a split on an artist that in the next two, three years, you don't know where that goes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. And it's really untapped. It's really unlimited because all, the more you listen, the more you, you return on your investment. And that goes, so, that goes back to what we were saying earlier about how things are just moving so fast. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's almost hard to keep up, but it's, it's definitely not going to stop moving. So it's good to hear you kind of tap so in. So for that. like, uh, for artists, what I would say too is if you've been an artist for a while, you, it will, this won't feel too new to you because you'll get it. Cause if you know, like you are the business, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you as the artist, you are the business. So this is only just making it accessible for us to do it on our phones. Yeah. You know, we can do everything from the phone now. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You can register splits right there on the phone. You can build your website right there on the phone. Like, you know, it's all right there. Mm-hmm. It's just, you got to know what you're, you got to know how to run a business. Yeah. Having the, having the entrepreneur mindset is a big thing. Um, and it's kind of just making that transition. And, and, you know, I know a lot of artists, they want different things. They want to do different things, but it's definitely, you know, if you want to go that route, you have to kind of shift to that. And like you said, everything's so accessible. It's not, I think people make it more hard than it is for themselves in a lot of ways. It's just, they're not thinking of it like they should, I guess, but it's all timing as well. And just getting to that place, uh, as an artist and, uh, it's cool to hear you, you got that stuff going on. So definitely a lot of exciting things and I'm looking forward to seeing it, man. So definitely, definitely cool. And last few questions here. Uh, these are ones I ask on every episode. The first one is if you could go back 10 years ago, maybe give yourself a piece of advice or maybe not change anything at all. What do you think you would do? Like ten years ago, well, you so basically, what would I say? Yeah, what would you mm. say or do, or would you not change anything? You know what? So crazy. It do sound cliche, but I don't think I would change anything, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I would say though? If it, if I was just gonna be like, I would go back. I wouldn't say change nothing, but I would tell myself this. I would be like that project. Drop it. Don't take it down. Drop another one. Like, I would say something like that, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, but really, I wouldn't change anything because where I'm at right now is perfect. I want to own, I want to own 100% of my stuff and scale it. Yeah. I'm cool with that. I don't care about None of the other accolade. As long as I own a hundred percent of my stuff, I'm cool. Because mm-hmm. I made it. It's my IP. You feel me? Yeah. And then I wanted to make the decision to merge with somebody to make it bigger. But you know, I, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. That's the fun part to me. Yeah, I was gonna say the more the more control that you keep, the more you have your future in your hands. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, because so. I don't want to be like one of the people's like, damn, I got to drop something. Yeah. Nah, because it, it's like, really, I'm just making it because I like to do it. Mm-hmm. I like to I like to tell my life. I like to talk. Like, that's how I just, I don't know how to explain it. Bro. Like, that's just what I do. I get on the mic and just, I can really be vocal there. So, I might not be able to describe things the same way in a conversation. Yeah. It's that real yeah. creative energy coming through yeah yeah man so if we flip that then and we say you know 10 years from now where do you think you envision yourself in your life and your career as well 10 years from now in my 30s (laughs) (laughs) i'll be in my 30s as well man man. hey man i'll be i'll be shoot i'll be fully financially free from real estate stock Mm, I'll definitely have more properties. I'll definitely have, you know, businesses. Like, you know, I'm definitely going to have businesses, mm. stuff like that. You know, family. Definitely. Yeah, man. Just keep, just keep elevating. Just keep, yeah. keep it all, keep it all going. So, and do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Uh, mm, not really. All I can <laughs> say is be free. <laughs> yeah, man. L- love yourself first. That's the key. I was gonna say that's that's pretty good words of advice. So that's not bad. Not a bad finish. Yeah, nah. and, and man, yeah, Curtis, yeah, yeah. Curtis, man, I I appreciate it so much. I, I'm glad we finally you know we're able to make this happen and everything and like i said we'll we'll continue to keep up to date with what one another has going on and everything i'm looking forward to all the new music you got coming out this year so thanks again bro we'll have to do it again soon yeah definitely do it again soon thanks everyone for listening today that was episode 149 we'll be back this time next week as always hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode so we'll see you then thanks everyone